The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my Rawcast co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore, Reese. What's going on, Mo? I don't know who y'all got, but I know who I had. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> after, after the backlash pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Well, P-L-E, right? Not pay-per-view, it's P-L-E. It's going to go back to pay-per-view once they mix with Oh, yeah, once. Yeah, once 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 the once the um the deal is finalized and the contract says McMahon, but not Vince McMahon, <laughs> but A McMahon. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, sub listeners, um, another week of um talking wrestling with y'all. Let's get into it. And we're joined by our raw cast correspondent, Mister Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Well, everyone, and I do believe that that. Uh... Yeah, paper music will actually the buildups will actually be better because now they actually have something to sell. When the, once they do start going to uh, back to paper reviews, right? So looking forward to that kind of man. Uh, they really think they're gonna get people to pay for stuff again? They must be out there rabbit as mine. I actually stopped. Because I, I forgot which pay per view it was. It was a 2004, and it was like a big, it was a big hype match, Batista versus somebody, and like I actually paid money. Like I, I paid, I, I paid the whatever, whatever they were charging at the time. The sixty. Uh, it wasn't even before the sixty year. I think it was still fifty. Okay. Um, match ended. The main event ended with like Batista hitting the other dude with a chair and getting disqualified. I was like, I was so pissed. Exactly. That was the last, that was the last time I think I paid for a pay per view. So yeah, even back then they were kind of still kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, I can understand them like we discussed when they um when you know when we first were talking about the sale and everything. Them trying to go with that like ESPN Plus model, but I, I still don't see it happening just because it's it's just gone too far. The product will have to get better in order to get for people to actually want to want to actually purchase it now that they can. Because back then you couldn't really just we couldn't really just pirate it. You, know, you could, but it, you have to go through extensive channels. Mm-hmm. Now that you could just do a quick Google search and you got it. Mm-hmm. But I do believe the product will they will actually at least put in some effort this time. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Or quick, uh, 
Somebody shoot me a like. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the WrestleCast. We're being brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio, all the various platforms for podcasting. All you do is have to search for is the WrestleCast dash, the CSPN. Subscribe to us and you'll get our content and your podcast cues each and every week. Um, Bob, want to talk about anything significant from um, SmackDown uh, in Puerto Rico uh, on Friday? That, that was that was a live crowd. That crowd was into it. That was that was pretty much what was the setup for Saturday. Definitely, but yeah, I really dug how like the opening promo was done, like almost entirely in Spanish. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Very Mysterio said some questionable things in that, uh, according to uh, you, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, has it been brought up by anyone? Not that I know of. Okay, well, I'll just I'll just leave it alone then. All right, yeah, you know we ain't no controversies here on the WrestleCast. He did say something that's common among the Spanish community, but other communities could take the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. A, a common um, a common diss that doesn't really mean any harm, but it could be taken as that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they they had the. Uh... I'll get to it, I guess, when we get to the match. But um, so, yeah, the six, uh, what they had the uh, mixed tag at the end, the main event. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so give people a little bit that of the taste. Of getting the, um, the start of getting the LWO over. Um, mm-hmm. Finally getting that come up. It's because they were in Puerto Rico. They were doing all that build up just to get over, which was cool. They, they need more uh, they need more um, different uh, flavors of Latino in there. I mean, they got Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. They got a Filipino. They need a Cuban, maybe a Dominican. I don't know. Who's a Filipino? Um, uh, DJZ. I forget his dang name. Joaquin oh, wow. Okay. Everybody gets a spot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of spots, Mo to the underscore Reese, he came in the number one spot in the backlash. Who you got? No, look at you for this past weekend. Yes, he got six out of seven right. So congratulations to Mister Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you to everybody who. You're you're welcome, sir. You're welcome, sir. Uh, Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag BacklashCast to share their commentary with color with us to our Twitter spaces and also uh, in our live tweet. Uh, Always a lot of fun reading everybody's commentary with color. Uh, So with that, we'll get into our Backlash review where we had Bianca Belair and EO Sky start off the night and Bianca Belair retain her Raw Women's title. Puerto Rico fully behind EO Sky, which makes for interesting dynamic for the match. First, somewhere there was a, a shift in the tide. Oh, nah. that was definitely a shift. They was behind her from the when she first came out to win. It, it, was, it, was, it wasn't. No, it wasn't no. This wasn't no. Um, no, like in the middle of the match. Her. This was from the break when she came out. 
Yeah. Sure. Nah, they was behind EO from the moment she came out. Bro. They were cheering Bianca, but at some point during the match, they started. They was cheering for no, but then them, them EO chants was loud. Yeah. And they was they was her, and Binky was like, okay, so she stopped. She was like, she knew what it was, so she didn't go like fully healed, but she stopped doing like being a baby face in the match. Right. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave me a uh, Austin a uh, uh, Brit uh, vibes a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But it was definitely, um, you know, there were some shenanigans by Damage Control. Uh, that was the uh, deciding factor as Bianca was able to hit the KOD and get the win. Uh, Ray Mysterio. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Oh, 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 I, f- I forgot, I forgot. No, not even that, not even that yet, but hold on. A couple more things. Most going to hit us with some creep Not even that, no. It was a couple of days, like the one spot in the match when she was holding her up with one arm. Yeah. And then she dropped up. I was like, that was a scary drop right there. Yeah, I thought she was going to try to body slam her with one arm. Right. But that didn't seem to be the case. Yeah, and then also, um, Bailey had, like, Sky um, shaved into her head. She had shaved into her head. You couldn't see it, but. Once the like they saw run to the ring, you could see it once like the um the photo that somebody had took. I think it was like one one photographer took it, but um I love all of y'all Scott here shoot. on the WrestleCast and the CSPN. But um yeah. <laughs> uh there ain't no way I'm getting y'all's name shaving my head. Mm. Oh yeah, you can get you a, a Magnum Prime shave. <laughs> 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 if D.D. Joe, they say I blow the rent. Shave, shave my name in your head. <laughs> do it. I, I did notice, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but like when they announced uh, EO Sky and they said representing damage control, she kind of rolled her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, yeah, it's like, coming. Yeah, it's definitely coming. I thought I was going to happen right, that one. Like, I thought they were going to just get into it right there, but no. All right, Don. Here's your here's your portion of the show. <laughs> Who was the producer? Petey Williams. What? Petey Williams. You gonna give me a second chance? No, DJ Wilson. Well, there's two matches on the show, women's matches. I didn't think that he do both. So, fifty-fifty. Nah, so see, TJ did um, this one. Okay. All right. Ray Mysterio, he gives Bad Bunny a pep talk when Savio Vega comes in and brings him a Bad Bunny that is a Puerto Rico, a Puerto Rican themed kendo stick. So Savio Vega TNT back on the screen. He looked good, man. Still looked jacked. I know, right? Uh, uh, Sam, I know you got some Savio Vega Lost by Rico's memories. <laughs> that was a really all I can remember about the Lost Puerto Rico was like the dude with the with that big wookie hair. Right. Forget his name. But who was who was um who were they with? Who was he with before they broke up and he started doing Lost Puerto Rico's 
He was kicking in the tag team with somebody. I don't know if it was like ex- uh, he was. With, he, right. I'm just saying he was. He was. He was in another like stable. And next thing you know, they all broke off and everything. Oh, they yeah, were. So. Oh, they were. Yeah, they were in uh, the nation together, and then they kind of broke off because it was. Um, yeah, it was Ron Simmons, Savio Vega, and uh, the guy from uh, uh, Crush, wasn't it? They were the weren't they the nation. Maybe the first iteration of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, all the first iteration was in Memphis, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. It was. <laughs> I remember that um, USWA episode. <laughs> I, I still remember when they were putting in clips where we were playing clips of that into like WWF stuff, and I look back at it. And I'm like, I look at the background. I'm like, look, there's Jacqueline. Because she was like in SWA at that time. You know, I was like, wait a minute. Wait, how did she, why is she, in, I didn't realize it at the time that it was SWA's footage. But she was like one right. of the background people from the nation. Um, the Tracy's mother's hand, he was like Shaquille something. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I forgot. He had like a Shaquille name. I was like, sir, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he was already a full-blooded Italian. I mean. <laughs> All right, so Seth Rollins, he gets the win over Amos with a super stomp from the top rope. Uh, but this was Amos's best match of his career to date. Yeah. So, uh, mission accomplished all around here for Seth. Of course, they sang the song, and then all of a sudden, it was going on for two minutes or so, and then Amos just big booted Seth out of nowhere and told the crowd to shut up and uh, started the match, and then we were on from there. So, even um, even um, almost was getting got um, got kudos for his um for his for his performance of the match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but come on, bro. I mean, you're in there with Seth Rollins. I mean, if you don't have a good match with Seth Rollins, um, you better get your walking papers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was it was good. I was like, actually, cause everybody, we didn't know what this match was going to be, and you know, they, they delivered. And MVP was talking trash <laughs> on social media. <laughs> Man, what's a surprisingly good match? All right, Austin Theory. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> Play my game. Oh, let's see. Seth Rollins and Amos. Um, Michael Hayes. I don't know. Nah, it's not Michael Hayes. Um, All right, Seth, you're going to pick up that big. Adam Pierce. Correct. Yes. There you go. Look at me. Look at me. All right, Austin Theory, he retains the United States title when he stole the pin on Bronson Reed after Bobby Lashley hit Reed with the spear. Um, So typical three-way shenanigans for a champion to retain uh, in a match with two big monsters. Uh, Bronson Reed did a Vader bomb from the second rope outside of the ring on the Bobby Lashley. That looked pretty cool. Looked like he got hurt when Bobby Lashley hit him with that spear. He was just really selling. Um, nothing really special about this match except for Austin Theory retaining this title. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew that was going to happen because they're not going to um, 
they're not going to you know take the title off of him. So it is what it is. Sammy, Sammy have any uh, any thoughts on this? Actually, let me watch this. I uh, watched. I only watched two matches, and then after that, I just I didn't watch anything else from it. Uh-huh. I watched the first match, and I watched the the uh, Zelina match. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. All right, um, Don, who was your producer? Hmm. This guy usually trips me up, so I'm going to get him out the way early. Jason Jordan. Nope. Chris Park. Oh, abyss. Abyss. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. She retained SmackDown's women's title versus Alina Vega with the Riptide. Um, I, I knew she wasn't going to win the moment, the moment they showed her family. I'm like, okay, she ain't winning. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, you already knew. I was like, yeah, it goes too much, you know, it's just yeah, it's just a it's just a bit much, isn't it? Right. She had the flag on and everything. I said, "Yeah, girl, you gonna you gonna get you gonna get you gonna be over, but you not going over." <laughs> remember when? Remember when like Shawn Michaels stuck it stuck the Canadian flag up his nose? Yes. Mm-hmm. He said, "Nobody knows Canada like I knows Canada." Like, I was, like they should do that stuff like that again. Um, I actually didn't. I actually didn't watch the match. I just like watched the intro, uh, skipped until like Zelina was sobbing in the ring with no belt. I was like, okay, she lost. <laughs> uh, it was I a know. great. It was a great, great moment for Zelina Vega, though. Definitely the biggest yeah. moment of her wrestling career. And what she's been through. Yeah, they, they didn't let her perform in New York on the 9/11 celebration. Mm-hmm. And she got cut. Previously, yeah, oh, yeah, after after uh, talking about like uh, I support unionization, right? As Alina Vega has been released from WWE, I don't think it's the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, Don, let's go very briefly. And Zelina Vega, um, and one or two people on this one, uh, one. Okay, Molly Holly. Nope. They went back to TJ again? Nope, Sean Davari. Davari's a little sneaky mofo. I'll be forgetting about him, too. Hmm. All right, all right. Bad Bunny. With a little help from Carlito, Savia Vega, and the LWO, they thought the Judgment Day and that allows Bad Bunny to get the win over Damian Priest in a Puerto Rican street fight. Um, yeah, this had a lot of cameos and things oh, for the Puerto Rican crowd, but it worked. And, yeah, do you uh, really think they're going to let him go in there by himself the whole time? And it was it was good stuff. This was good. Are you down with the Bad Bunny? Um, Sam. Uh, yeah, he's cool. I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you one of his songs. Well, uh, that matter what, if you can 
uh, sing one of his songs. All them people in that damn stadium knew his song and was singing yeah, that song. shit. Yes. Right. And he was like, they was like, um, what they say? It was like, um, this is better than like the fans claiming to know um Judas. It was like they knew they bad buddy came out there and they was just like, let's go. Crowd went nuclear when Carlito came out there. Mm-hmm. And there's your and there's your Colo family tribute right there. Carlito looks like he can still go a little bit. Right. What was he doing? Oh yeah, he was wasn't he was like um helping out on the show Glow on the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like a trainer or something on there. I mean um um Chavo. The, Yeah, Chavo, yeah. And that classic evil. Yeah. All right, Don. Now this one, there was two. Okay. All right. Um, Jason Jordan and Adam Pierce. No and no. Mm. What? Well, the first one was Jamie Noble. Oh, that I forgot about Jamie Noble. Now the second one. You probably wouldn't have gotten somebody visitor. He was there. This one was did um I wanna say oh oh um this one worked Survivor Series last year as a producer. Mm, was it uh Brian Kendrick? Yes. Yay, Spanky. Spanky. Yes. Hey, thanks for the tip. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, so you really got that second one because it was just like, boy, it was like, Brian Cap was like, what? So they they must have liked him. He had, well, he he wasn't, that was, but the thing was, the Survivor Series was like a one off because he was working with Rhonda, and then the next thing you know, he didn't um he didn't come back for the other pay per view, so had to call him back for this one was telling. The bloodline. They got the win over Sammy, Kevin, and Matt Riddle. But the story is a tension that's building between Solo and Jay, which arose mm-hmm. during the match. Um, it's kind of been building for the last couple of weeks on TV where it's like so low at any minute just ready to off them boys with the Samoan spike and it carried oh, so over happened? to this match let, let me know what happened Mo, you want to fill me in? did they, did they almost did they almost, uh, um, did they almost um, pull the trigger or no? Not, oh, not really like uh Jay got solo frustrated because yeah. he was in the middle of whooping up on Sammy and Solo was like, man, let's move this shit along. So he tapped himself in and then Jay tapped him back tapped himself back in and was nah. kinda like, Yo, I'm the big brother. <laughs> you know, I got this shit. I'm handling this. You stay your ass on the outside. Type of shit. And then so a little bit later, Solo starts going crazy, Simone spiking everybody, and then all of a sudden Jay gets hit and comes up behind him, 
and he turns around and he's got the spike loaded up and then he sees his J and then stops and then just like, oh, you was going to hit me? It's like, I'm your brother, not them, me. Right. He was like, I'm your brother. And I was like, oh, man. And Roman coming back next, um, this Friday, so. More chaos. Did you think this was a good match? Or you think that it was just kind of the come down before we got to the... Oh, definitely with the calm down. What's up with the story, man? They they off the rails right now with the story. Unless Friday, they're going to pick it back up with the new chapter or whatever. When Roman comes back to SmackDown. We'll see. We'll see where the story's going to go. Because... I'm sure um, Roman is going to have uh, some issues with the whole what happened with um, Solo between Solo and Jay. Plus, he didn't win a tag team title, so he won't be in his feelings about that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, for sure. Um, boys better, uh, boys better keep their distance. Right. He'll probably go back in that locker room and Heyman will be like, spending the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, producer for this tag team match. One or two? One. This has got to be where Jason Jordan did some work right here. <laughs> and you're correct. Yes. All right. I got one. And then I know what the last one is. Uh, Cody Rhodes. He gets a he gets the upset win over Brock Lesnar when he counted the Kimura into a pin to still win over a bloody Brock Lesnar. So uh, Brock actually wrestled like right at like 11 minutes he had to stay in Puerto Rico for the whole duration of the show <laughs> and uh, his, yeah they broke his routine and so he lost to Cody oh. anybody agree with that disagree with that sure I guess bro <laughs> Well, that's the way I saw it. How was the match? I mean, it was... Cody jump started the match um, with some dives. So he got an early advantage on him. They started the match. So Cody still had him kind of fighting from underneath. And then Brock took over, hit the big first German suplex in the suplex city. Uh, was dominating the match. Uh, then Cody countered and started getting some offense disaster kicks. Brock ended up uh, busting himself open. Uh, so now he's bleeding. Um, Brock reasserts himself against the Germans again. Hits him with an F5. Did, did he bleed or was it like a hard way? Uh, he probably had a little magic. Okay. Uh, then he, uh, he goes back to dominating Cody. Puts him in the Kimura and 
Cody like just does like a counter where he shifts the weight and gets Brock on his shoulders and mm-hmm. pins him. Uh-huh. Now, would you? Some people are saying that like the Bad Bunny match should have been the, the main the main event. Oh, hold up, no. Yes, sir. Michael Hayes. That's correct. Man, I got like three. Three out of seven. Not bad for me. Well, you got two and one with clues. Well, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we're, we're, we're using the rounding scale here, sir. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so should should the Bad Buddy match been the main, should have been the main event? Yeah, I, I feel that should have been the main event. Probably. Would have, like, Left the crowd on a, a spectacular high to end the show. Yeah. Like, they was already pumped for the show. That would have just sent them to overdrive. They would have been like... Well, did, the no Bro- did, the Brock and Co- did the Brock and Cody match drag? Do you think... It was a quick match. Oh, the quick match. Okay, well, I didn't watch it. Well, a quick match. Not a quick match, but it wasn't long... In this, um, compared to like the other matches on the card. But, um, you know, Bad Buddy definitely got his, um, props for his showing in the match. Um, Mark Henry said that, uh, Bad Buddy's the greatest WWE celebrity wrestler of all time. I'm not too curious to get mad. <laughs> I mean, um, Pete Rose might have something to say about that. He took power drivers back to back WrestleMania. I mean, Tombstone, Tombstone power drivers back to back WrestleManias from Kane. <laughs> well, the, well, the first two were Tombstones. I think the third one was like a choke slam. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he up there. He's he definitely had a, a showing. You know. He is showing, so he's. I, I did like his diss when he's talking about like, I left I left tickets for Bill Buckner, but he couldn't pick them up. <laughs> oh, that was the difference. They, they, they were in Boston. Yeah, they were in Boston. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he was running down Boston. That's so he definitely was getting that heel heat. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And the next year came out there as the um as the um. The, 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 was it the great chicken or something? It was, it was the it was the San Diego chicken. Yeah, San Diego chicken. And the next thing you know, took off the took off the the top and it was him. But um, yeah, he um, yeah, but Bad Bunny definitely um earned his place. You know, if they they gonna be a Hall of Famer, he's definitely gonna be inducted. <laughs> Right. They try trouble, trouble getting him, um, getting him there for SummerSlam. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. So, all in all, thoughts well on the show. I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, you know, kept the expectations low, and you know they delivered. So. You know, it was great seeing Savio Vega and Carlito um, come out there, you know, 
you know, get some get some love as well. FWO finally got to get get that come up. It's on uh, Judgment Day. I wonder, you know, I'm just wondering how things are going to with the title switches, how that's going to play out with Binky and Rhea. Did you see the Did you see that they all got LWO tattoos? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with the titles. I don't know if, they, if <laughs> they're just gonna do that that switch or or not, or if they just gonna they just they just, like, just, name, just give them give the titles names and then they just go from there. I mean, they, they should, yeah. I mean, I don't know why they didn't do like last time. Just switch them. Yeah, you could call them one of the universal and one of the or the WWE and not hurt anything. Not hurt anything. But yeah. But yeah. So it was a main. It was it was a around saying um, it was like Paris is in the conversation for um, for um, best wrestling crowds, and then. You know Michael Jordan um, from the last dance where he was sitting there said it's that San Juan and it says and I took that personally. <laughs> That's good. Well, that was Backlash. Um, very good show. I thought this was very very well done. The only match that was kind of so so was the three way for the United States title, but everything else on this show was really really good so uh, shout out to everybody in WWE who put that on and to that crowd in Puerto Rico shout out to them as well definitely uh, boosted everything that was going on on Saturday uh, with their participation you're listening to the WrestleCast we're part of the CSPN you can find us on the web at CSPN.us you can also check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media all right, um, Mr. M- um, Sam, we are moving on to Monday Night Raw and what happened okay. there to follow up Backlash. All right, we're Monday Night Raw live from Jacksonville, right? Yeah, home of who? The yeah, home they, of, uh, they invading. Yeah, <laughs> the invasion. They should have come out with a tank. All right, so Cody Rhodes comes out of the Cody Boring 20 Minute Promo. He talks about Brock Lesnar and Backlash and makes it clear what, and that makes clear what is next. What? I can't read my writing sometimes, and I typed it out. And that makes clear what is next now that Brock is in the rear view. He talks about the United Champions Tournament and shows the bracket. He talks and says nothing important. I mean, have you noticed this? And he just goes on and he doesn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that picks well, up, picks yeah. up on this? The funny yeah. thing was said no the funny thing was he said um he said he made his home in Jacksonville during the pandemic. Yeah. I was like you made more of the EVP. Right. So but, but at least they're not shying away from it though. Yeah, of course. That's that's the good thing. If if this was Vince WWE, it would be like you know, I just would wait for some years <laughs> and Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I, I fell down a well for two years. And... Right. Uh, so Rollins comes out for his tournament match. He and Cody briefly share a stare before Rollins moves on. 
Captain Kelly interviews Damien Priestia yeah, said the loss of backlash is still weighing on him. He said if Bad Bunny did his thing, but it took an entire island to keep Damien Priest down. It will either be him or Finn Balor that brings the world title home to the Judgment Day. All right, Damien Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Uh, match starts with Priest jumping Rollins. Rollins and Nakamura dispose of him, and the two of them go at it. Priest tries to come back on Nakamura, but Nakamura drips him over the apron and drops a guillotine leg. Leg drop on Priest. After commercial, all three men are going at it. Rollins is rolling as he hits a suicide dive on both men on either side. Priest later gets the upper hand. Rollins tries a springboard move, but Priest reverses it into a flatliner for a two count. Rollins sets up for a top rope move, but Priest thwarts him, goes through a razor's edge, and gets countered to a to a, gets countered to a curb stomp. He gets a two count as Nakamura breaks up the pin. Rollins and Nakamura exchange words and then go to toe to toe with a flurry of strikes. Nakamura comes away with it, but before he can finish off Rollins, Priest comes alive and takes both men out. He tries to sell the habit on Nakamura, but Nakamura reverses it into a leg drop. Just as, he about, as he's about to tap out, Rollins soars through the sky, and hits a splash on Nakamura, gives him a pedigree, and that's all she wrote. Your winner, Seth Rollins. What did y'all think of that? I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Seth Rollins, man. Doing what he I thought, did. I thought all, this, I thought all the, the tournament matches were good this, this week. Oh, yeah, man. Seth Rollins doing what he do, though. Right. Go out there and work for him. Uh, Imperium are walking around backstage. They find KO and Sammy. Sammy and KO say they're busy and to give them five minutes. Imperium takes that as disrespect and they won't go away. Imperium says if they continue their disrespect, they will have to deal with Gunther. Sammy challenges them to a match tonight. As they walk away, KO mentions that they say general really weird. Otis versus Mustafa Ali. Shout out to Riff Asha out there. As Otis is about to take out Ali, he gets mixed messages from both Gable and Maxine. He runs to Ali. Ali moves. Otis collides with the turnbuckle. Ali hits a dime against the one, two, three. What happened to uh, Masse and the other guy? Don't know. They just disappear off the face of the planet. Alrighty, Miz versus Finn Balor versus Cody Rhodes, World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Cody starts out on the offensive, taking out Balor and Miz. Commentary talks about how Cody might be at a disadvantage since he was in that battle with Brock. <laughs> Miz gets some offense in, almost hitting Cody with a skull-crushing finale. Finn gets some licks in, missing the coup de gras on Cody. Miz hits the skull-crushing finale on Finn, but gets a two-count thanks to Cody breaking it up. Cody hits crossroads on Finn. Miz tries to steal the pin by tossing Cody out. Cody runs back and hits three crossroads on Miz. Goes for the pin, but then somebody pulls Cody out before the three. It's Brock Lesnar. He hits Cody with the F5 on the outside. And Brock is stitched up and bruised from his match Saturday. Finn, unsure of Brock's intentions, just looks off from the top turnbuckle. He uh, hits the coup de grace on Miz and walks out with the victory. So commentary did explain that there is no uh, disqualifications in a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. So after the match, Brock continues his assault and fighting Cody on the announce table before grabbing the microphone. Uh, he asks Cody what he wants to talk about. <laughs> and uh, he, sa- he uh, looks in the camera and says he wants to talk about himself. Me, me, me. He repeats, shouting at him to look at his face. He uh, lucked his way into the victory, but Brock wants a fight. He then challenges Cody to a fight at Night of Champions. And he asks him who's the coward now before dropping the microphone and walking away. 
WWE personnel go to check on Cody. Adam Pierce calls for a medic. Uh, all this as Brock is walking back up the ramp. He looks at the new title and laughs, knowing that Cody would not be winning that anytime soon. Nope. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dana Brooke versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, Dana starts out with fire. Rhea gets a hold of her and hits her with strikes. Dana hits a bulldog. Tries a crossbody, but Rhea catches her, hits a rib breaker, a rib time, and then a prism lock, where she gets the victory via submission. After the match, Rhea hits Dana with a second rib time and gets her back in the prism lock. Natalia, formerly a SmackDown, comes down for the save. She stares Rhea down. Uh, Don whispers something in Rhea's ear, and then the two of them just leave. Okay, Byron Saxon interviews Zoe Stark. He asks how she handles the added expectations now that she's on Raw. She says it's easy. She spots Nikki Cross. She says, this is why she's going to succeed, because there's nothing but weirdos hanging around. <laughs> she then challenges Nikki to a match tonight. Okay, so now that we see her with a 10, is she or is she done? Is she who? Zoe Stark. Zoe. Oh, yeah. Now that we see her with a 10, I'm going to say yes, but in the stay still type of way. Oh, okay. oh God! Oh God! Oh God! No. Well, what do you say? Too bad Didi's not here. She was. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who started this question. <laughs> no, I thought of, I thought it the first time I saw her. I was like, she has to be. I was like, I was like, she got some some black in her, you know. But I say yes, but she definitely um is passing. But we're not going to go there. <laughs> uh-huh. Alrighty. So Sami Zayn and Kemi, Kemi, Kevin Owens versus Imperium. <laughs> Corey Graves asked Kevin Patrick if he could be tracked with this shotgun Saturday night. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, pretty good back and forth match. Owens is in a bind. He counters a 10 to move Imperium was going to do. Owens hits a stunner on one, a super kick on the other. Tags Sami in. Sami hits a halua kick and gets the 1 2 3 victory. The funny thing about this match was at the beginning. You know, Aquarium does their little pose with the hand behind the back, and Kevin oh. Owens is in the camera. They're <laughs> cutting up. Damn. Uh, the complaint department is backstage getting people to sign a form. They come <laughs> across the way. Now with Indy Hartwell, who Sonia calls Inga. Yeah. Uh, they asked them to sign the petition for the injustice of the world, in particular, the injustices that are happening to them. In the asked Dexter what he thinks. He gives the ladies a great big thumbs down. They tell him to smile. Indy informs him that he is smiling. Alright, so Nikki Cross versus Zoe Stark. Stark showing what she can do by bringing it to Nikki Cross. Nikki makes a comeback, tries a tornado DDT, gets pushed off, gets hit by the Z360. That's a horrible name uh, for the right. World victory. <laughs> Zoe looked good in her raw debut. I gotta give it to her. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely give her a push. Uh, Byron is backstage interviewing Dom and Rhea. He asks if Rhea is feeling extra pressure. Xavier Woods and Akira Tozawa appear laughing it up. Xavier gets in Dom's face. They exchange words. A match is made. All righty. Trish has appeared in the ring. She begins by quoting... Hold on. Hold on. Before you go, um, it was funny because... um, a character like when Rhea had stepped up to confront them, a character that would just turn and walk away to throw back to that whole whatever they had 
um, some months ago on Raw, and she beat him up or something like that. Oh, <laughs> I do like how Xavier was like, "Hey, where did Akira go?" Yeah, he, he said, "Yeah, let me." Um, <laughs> Akira was like, "Yeah, let me step up out of here." <laughs> I do like how Xavier kind of kind of made fun of Rhea's accent. And he's like, "Who's dumb dumb?" Uh, so Trisha has appears in the ring. She begins by quoting the shy lights. Have you seen her? Uh, she's been passing out Becky Lynch missing posters. Becky will be found, and when she is, the people can say thank you, Trish. Becky will not be coming back to Raw because she, this is Trish's show, and no one is going to steal her spotlight. Uh, Becky's music hits. Trish looks scared, and then she laughs at everyone who fell for it. Uh, the music plays again. Trish is dumbfounded. She has the truck to cut the music. Becky appears behind her. She goes after Trish, hits her with the exploder, tosses her out of the ring. And Becky picks up the mic and challenges her to come back and fight. Do you think it was they, funny because it was uh, like she kept painting it over. <laughs> yeah. You think they uh, pull the trigger a little too quick on this? I think they should have just let this go for another couple of weeks before bringing Becky back. Well, I, I'm figuring that, like, well, she's got to get into some type of shape for the big Mania match. Yeah. All right, Xavier Woods versus Dominic Mysterio. Pretty good back and forth. Xavier gets Dom on the ropes, but instead of hitting a 619, he hits Big E's through the rope move. He goes up top, hits a crossbody, and a flurry of punches in the corner. Dom hits the three amigos and goes for the pin for a two count. More back and forth. Xavier hits a drop kick on Dom as he's hanging off the second rope. Xavier goes for an elbow drop, misses. Dom rolls up Xavier and gets the one, two, three. Xavier uh, and Senga are backstage with Ginger Mahal. Oh, because he didn't get lost. <laughs> he didn't get lost. He's here. He's arrived. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was saying. I was saying. Um, um, Mahal, because you know, for the longest time, it was like he was um. Coming to Raw, I'm like he's taking the scenic route. <laughs> he's taking the scenic. He's doing the. Do you remember the Family Circus uh, comic? When like um, the mom would tell Jeffy to like go and get some groceries or something, and then he would just go all around right. the map. Yeah, that, that's what that's what. Happened. Right, exactly. And then next thing you know, he come back. It was it was like <laughs> you're interested. I remember the one. It was a, the people got something from a neighbor, and the woman was like, "Your mom is looking for you." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, your mom was looking for you. You're in trouble. I was like, oh. Dang. Uh, Don, did you get did you get Gary Hart, Gary Hart vibes off of Jinder Mahal here? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that he's he's an exact replica or anything. I'm just saying he was trying to... Transitioning like into the manager room? Yeah, he looks like he was trying to be Gary Hart here. Uh, like he'd, been watching, he'd been watching some Dallas tapes or something. They had a little inspiration. That's what I was like. Especially because he has the shaved head now, also. Mm-hmm. He's walking around with a suit. Uh, let's see. They are ready to strike on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Nakamura is backstage licking his wounds. Miz is reminding him that Raw is different than SmackDown. Nakamura didn't have his back, and they both lost. He asked Nakamura to give their partnership a chance. Uh, Nakamura then agrees and then challenges him to a match next week. Uh, complaint department backstage. They run into the tag team champs who would gladly sign the petition so they, in fact, can get a rematch. The two carriers informed them that they weren't counting on taking them on. They were planning on damage control beating them and, and they will take out damage control. 
more disrespect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody interviewed backstage. Kathy Kelly asked how he feels to be out of the tournament. He said, obviously, he does not feel good. He feels to win. He doesn't know what to say and apologizes. And the second time that Brock has attacked him for no reason. The only reason he can think of is that Brock's monopoly on the main event is slowly slipping from his grasp. Cody accepts Brock challenges for a fight. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. A really good match. Finn hit Seth with a powerbomb on the barricade, which is a move that injured Finn Balor and forced him to relinquish his Universal Championship. You you hear Finn, he was like, how how do you like it? Uh, Seth, with his arm hurt, tries for a top rope move that Balor transitions into a pin attempt. And then a Fujiwara armbar. Seth gets out of it. Uh, Finn hits a sling blade. Seth connects with a super kick. Later in the match, Finn climbs the top rope. Seth climbs up for a superplex, tries to transition into Falcon Arrow, but his arm gives up and Finn counters. Finn is bleeding from the mouth. Finn kicks at Rollins in the corner and the ref pulls him off. Finn misses the coup de gras. Seth hits a one-arm pedigree and Rollins goes for a stomp. Finn gets out of the way. Rollins hits an inverted stomp, turns around and hits a proper stomp and gets the victory. And Finn Rollins wins and is on his and is in the finals for the championship. Rollins stands on the stage staring at the title. We fade to black, and that is your Monday Night Raw. Ding ding ding. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, it was a solid Monday Night Raw after the after the yeah, it was a post pay per view uh, Raw. The tournament, yeah. tournament helped it out a lot. The the wrestling in the tournament matches was really good. How yeah. how far away is like the champions? Because it's like they're just rushing through this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're gonna do the championship match at Class of Champions. I know, but like what? Gonna, how long is how long away is it? Uh, uh, end of the month. Two oh, weeks really? away. Oh snap! Oh, never mind then. Yeah, it's basically whoever wins on SmackDown, they gonna go up against um Seth right. at the end of the month. So who do y'all who do y'all see winning on SmackDown? It's either, to me, it's either Edge or AJ Styles. Um. Because I don't really see anybody else from, from that side really winning. I mean, Seth is due for a title win, so right. I'm just saying for the SmackDown side, who who do you think is going to be their representative? Nothing. No thoughts. Uh, I, I don't like the way they formatted this. I was hoping that we could just get the one-on-one matches oh, instead of the right. three, instead of the two three ways, and then two, and then the the two the two three ways produce a singles match, which then produce two single guys that'll wrestle at the class of champions. That seemed a little too much. And they added the SmackDown people in too, which also seemed like a direct go against to what the belt was presented. Yeah, isn't that kind of counterproductive as of what they were talking about? Mm-hmm. How, how they hyped it up originally. Mm-hmm. It was going to be the brand that didn't have uh, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's still. Uh, that lets you know that this was something that came out of the blue that they never really had no idea of trying to do, but then somebody said y'all had to work it in. I wonder who that was. Hmm. Hmm. Who? 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 But yeah, that was. It was. A, it was a strong episode of Monday Night Raw. Definitely thanks to the the tournament matches. Yep. So what do you think of the Brock Cody feud just rolling on? This feud must continue. <laughs> um, I mean, Cody about to take an ass whoop in this next one. <laughs> right. He better uh, better go re uh, review his policies. <laughs> yeah, because this next one is going to be like a fight, street fight or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So it's over under or they like if they wear jeans. Yeah, there you go. You could be like Dusty, come out in boots and jeans. Yeah. Um, who do you think is the favorite for the sits? We're not gonna get Seth and Cody in the finals now. Who do you think are the uh the favorites to wind up in the and they had to decide the final for the other side. Um, I asked that question like a minute, five minutes ago. Oh, my bad. Probably, um, uh, who is on the other side? Um, I gotta look at it again. Um, my 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 personal favorites are not favorites, but who I think would win mm-hmm. is Edge and AJ Styles. Is Ray Mysterio in it? Yeah, he's in it. Okay. Um, It'd probably be Edge because Edge and Seth Rollins have the history against each other. Mm. From Hell in a Cell and and uh, and Saudi Cash from last year. Blood Money Cash from last year when they okay. had the Hell in a Cell match, the, the first match that was awesome. Okay, it's two, three. It's, it's, it's the same way. It's two triple threat matches. It just sells Edge and Rey Mysterio in one, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Sheamus in the other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Edge. Fuck around and Theory get in there. <laughs> right. So you didn't eat it too. All right, Bo. You ready? Um, yeah. All right, y'all know what it is. It is time for the Mo Meltzer news segment. Um, so WWE was boasting that this was the biggest um, backlash pay-per-view of all times. Um, they said it was up 20% from last year's show, and they had, like, I mean, how many million um, tuned in for Bad Bunny, Damon Priest alone, so they definitely are touting the big numbers for that. Um, so they said the, the reason why they, they're holding the world title tournament on both shows is because, you know, if they do it, would do it on a regular show, it wouldn't do as many numbers, and with the playoffs and everything, and all the competition to build up against them, so here we are. Hmm. 
Do you think? Do you think this guarantees that someone from Raw that Seth is going to win from Raw? Probably. Because there's no way that they'll just move Roman over. Because they wanted to create like big time title builds on both shows. Yeah. Um. Eddie Kingston announced that he's having surgery, um, hernia surgery. He expects to be back in six weeks. Cool. That sounds rough. Um, going to um, the, the way promo um, on Raw, Johnny Gagano kept hitting that um, somebody will be back in Expecting it's going to be some Masa Champa and they're supposed to be reuniting DIY. When, when, when did he hint that? During that promo? What? No, this is like been um, rumored going around. Ah. We'll have to see. Um, well, yeah, after the whole Dexter and Miz thing, he had disappeared. I was making jokes about um, saying. Um, I was like, Austin Derrick should be in there too because he was the original part of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he all smacked down and everything. So, um, let me see. Um, also, Carlito joked about saying that his um his his price for for his any for his any for his any dates has gone up. No, he wasn't joking. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> he might have meant. He might have said it as a joke, like "ha ha," but no, he's like, "pay me." Feel about the Benjamins? No, and he's doing. He's doing indie dates. It's all about the hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs and the handshakes. There you go. Right. <laughs> it's like two hot dogs. He's gonna ask for three. <laughs> so um Jordan Grace says that she wants to wrestle uh Trinity. <laughs> what did he say? If she wants to wrestle Trinity. Yeah, yeah. What did Sam what was Sam's reaction to that? You know Sam was not a fan of Jordan Grace. Oh, oh, oh I didn't I went, know that. I went ugh. I didn't know I didn't know they had he had, he had issues with Jordan Grace. Yeah. Um, so that's some former people from All Aces not currently on the contract. Um, Shane Taylor, Rhett Titus, Cheeseburger, um, and LSG. You know what LSG is? Um, yeah, Levert, Sweat, and Gill, right? That's what I would have thought, Sam. I actually tweeted it and was like, wait a minute, did you get your name for Levert Spitting Gill? And he tweeted back and he said, no, lol. Yeah, but they're like not currently in the contract with ROH. So who knows? What, what, about, that that, what about that other dude that they were that they had on contract for a while? Uh, Eli Isom. That dude just disappeared. I really thought he was going to be like a, a, a pretty big name at some point. Oh, 
Uh, can you hear me? It sounds like yeah. Well, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Loud and clear. Oh, you don't care. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's terrible. Um. Is that really what's going on? Light week. It does a light week, huh? Yeah, I mean, they're still talking about like this is basically people just commenting on like you know like Drew McIntyre contract ran out he might leave in 2024 um Dude, I thought they signed yeah, an extension AEW you know breaking records selling massive tickets at, from, at Wembley Stadium mm-hmm. they sold like 60,000 yeah close like to 70,000 now I think are you sure it's not Tony Khan just buying them by himself Um, Did we talk about Trinity last week? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Debut. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anything that you'd like to see going forward with the new brand split? Oh, oh, I know what I can talk about. Um, I know Sam touched on it because he yeah. still trying to see the. The Leah and Zia Lee combination, but Zia Lee, Zia, Lee, Zia Lee, Zia Lee been Lee. good signing the petition. I'm like, oof. Yeah. Oh, she's more on I, Not that I do this anymore, but follow her on Instagram. You'll you'll, you'll enjoy that. Mm, okay. So yeah. And so um, I think so. I think Zoe Stark and Cameron Grimes are in line for pushes. The biggest pushes. Huh? The, the biggest pushes. Yeah, they will be getting the, the major pushes out of everyone who got called up. I want to see what they're going to do with Big Odyssey. Exactly. But, dog, you just want me to have we see Cameron Grimes in that push. Corbin, though, they could have done me a little bit better than that. But I guess you got to oh, yeah, start they're wrestling somewhere. On Friday. They're wrestling on Friday, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Didn't they basically have the same gimmick for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um. I think had some some audio issues on Raw too. Like Becky's mic got cut, and um, Brock's mic didn't work when he picked right. it up. Hmm. That's small snafus that rarely happens for for them uh, I was going to ask you both do you know if uh, if what's his face um, Bucky Beaver was the producer or, <laughs> I forget his name oh Kevin Dunn you, was Kevin Dunn the producer for Backlash because it looked like a completely different I don't the know, style looked different he didn't say anything so never know because he wasn't the producer for the for the Japan for the Japan show, yeah, he was. That that looked amazing. And Michael Cole was actually able to call a great um, event, <laughs> right, like the way they shot that Japan show. That, mm-hmm. that, that that was really good because Kevin Dunn was not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the beginning of the um, network. 
Yeah, that was their first. It wasn't their first pay per view. It was their first special event. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought they were going to use the network for to show like the MSG yeah. shows or the Christmas uh, <laughs> shows in Chicago Starcade. and shit. When they brought back Starcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were doing it at first, but then they got away from it. Shorty, um, alright, no, that's cool. Skip to um main event. All right, who you got? See if you want to watch this week. Who we got up there this week? Emma versus Roxanne Perez. Mm. And the characters our versus Nathan Frazier. I did. Yeah. I did not know Emma was still signed. I really like. I know this. I really didn't know it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Those matches. Yeah. Um. That's all I got. Oh, can we? Um, while we're here, and since you're here, Mo. Uh, this podcast is dedicated. To the memory of Trick Williams. Um, My shout out to Thank Yous Go To. <laughs> he was he was uh, pummeled this evening by Brian Breaker, EBB Evil Brian Breaker. So we just like to remember Trick Williams at this time. Thank you. That's gonna have some heat when this podcast come out. Yep. I thought the mode's gonna sing uh, it's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> Mo don't want don't want to get hit with no more strays, so he is um <laughs> recusing himself from the situation. Correct. I already got to jump once. Supposed to take them lumps to come back, Mo. Show him you ain't scared. I'm not, it's like peace. Hey, if 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 Finn Balor can get fourteen stitches. You'd be all right. <laughs> uh, no, um, level up. I yeah. still level up stuff. Down, so. down break. Okay. Cool. But yeah, that's a good main event though. Uh, Roxanne Perez getting that the experience against Emma. Uh, that'll do her good. That'll do her real good. Mo, you got anything else? No, I got nothing else. All right. My, Sam? My dream my dream scenario is Electro, Electro Lopez showing up backstage and being like, seeing Zelina be like, who is this? <laughs> Coming for her spot again. Right. All right. Santos be looking like, having to explain himself. Like he got caught up. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'd, no, he'd, be, he'd be like, oh, you know, I'll. I'll Never mind. I was gonna say all, all Puerto Ricans look alike. Oh, see, there you go. There you he'd be like, go. He'd be like, oh, I thought that was you. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, well, all right, fellas. I guess we've come to the end of another great episode here of the WrestleCast. So we'll start with Mr. Mo to the underscore. Oh, there's a fight about to break out. Mo to the underscore Reese. We'll start with you, sir. Shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out 
Dawn and Sam and shout out to um Semi and uh Jay um and Walter his boy, Black Marvel, Black Howland, Howland Ren, Julia Julep, Miss V, Madame Lizette, think about Mindy. Um everybody was down with us, um Greg, um Ed, um, classic Mel because Mel always gets shoutouts. Um, Jerome, um, Roll Up Sunny, everybody who's hashtags with us in the spaces, you know, supporting us. Thanks a lot. All right, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, sir, your shoutouts and thank yous. Uh, shout out to everybody that Mo mentioned. Uh, shout out to uh, yeah, basically everybody who pops up in the uh, in the hashtags, pops up on the Discord, and that's it. All right. Well, thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and Mr. Sammy Kalinga for joining me here once again here on the WrestleCast on the CSPN. Uh, thank you to everybody who is a patron who supports us over on the Patreon page. Please become a patron. Uh, get the extra content you can hear our before uh this podcast conversations that we have the dark match you can also hear me and miss semi break down aew dynamite each and every week as well so you can get more of miss semi and her great content over on the dark match um thank you to everybody who supports CSPN. thank you to everybody who showed up and showed out shared their commentary with color on backlash this past weekend uh, always a lot of fun looking at everybody's commentary uh thank you to the normal crew cast of characters that is down with the wrestle cast each and every week um shout out to jay to the mic shout out to ms simmy our other co-host here who help us put out these podcasts each and every week um that's really it looking forward to uh aew this weekend this week because we got like a cage match so kenny omega and john moxley gonna bleed all over somebody so uh that should be a very interesting uh uh situation on wednesday and we'll break it down with miss simi at some point this weekend so be looking forward to that all of our patrons and uh, we're also going to get back into the swing with miss jay to the max as well so all the smackdown matters people's fans of that show will be getting that crank back up here soon as well so Look forward to talking to everybody here on the CSPN, all the co-hosts for the various shows. And until next time, for Mr. Sammy Colunga and Mr. Moza, the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the party promo. Let's talk about backlash. The biggest, most washed backlash of all time from the island of charm there in Puerto Rico. All the pomp, all the circumstance. I didn't get to experience it that way because I had the daunting task ahead of me of competing against the beast, the most decorated combat sports athlete. I'm talking about Brock Lesnar. 
I discovered what Brock Lesnar is made of because it was literally all over my fist. I discovered that Brock Lesnar can be defeated because at Backlash, I beat Brock Lesnar. The night after WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar took away my focus. He took away my clarity. It became a fight for survival. But now that Brock Lesnar is thankfully in the rear view mirror, it is very clear what is next for me. What is next for me on Monday Night Raw, and it sits right over there. It is the World Heavyweight Championship. Multiple world champions, some of the biggest superstars on the planet. And considering I just got out of what I call the fight for survival, I intend to fight the same way in this very tournament. Fight tooth and nail until Samantha over there says, your winner and new world heavyweight champion, the American Nightmare. I get the honor right now to say this. Jacksonville, let the tournament begin!